episode of the Matter Day podcast. This podcast, this episode specifically, is brought to you by existentialism. Late at night, sometimes when I can't sleep, I find myself lying in bed, and the first thing that comes to my mind, existentialism, makes me think about the things I've done, the things I'm doing, and where I'm going, and where the universe is going, where it could be going, where it should be going, where it might be going, and honestly, how none of it really matters, because I'm not going there necessarily, because the universe is bigger than me, even though it's so very, very small on the spectrum of all things. Existentialism. I highly recommend it, unless, of course, you're already dealing with it, in which case you've got to get out of existentialism, not of life. Stay with it. Stay strong. In this episode, I wanted to uh, touch on a couple of books I've read this year. We will go through two of them. Um, but, 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 before we do that, I just want a quick update. Um, I think I have uh, produced an episode here since I've moved, but if I have not, I honestly don't recall. I've moved um, in the last few months to a different state. I'm trying to get my legs underneath me and, and start creating content again. So if you like this, please feel free to leave a like or tweet me at M-A-T-T-A-G-H-E-T-T-I at Mattagetti on Twitter just to say, hey, I enjoy the content. Keep on keeping on. Matterday, M-A-T-T-U-R-D-A-Y has a Facebook page if you want to follow there and keep up with the future podcasts. Um, also, I am working on putting together better YouTube content, which I created previously, but, you know, just working on the general spread of content um, to get the, my, my legs back under me after moving from one state to another. So here we are. Um, on that note, let's go ahead and talk about some books. The first one is called Speaker for the Dead. It's by Orson Scott Card. I, I think it's Orson. I think it's Orson. Um, Scott Card, the same author of Ender's Game. Speaker for the Dead is actually the sequel to Ender's Game. Um, and specifically when he wrote it in what I had been reading, um, he preferred that one, kind of the way it approached the story to Ender's Game. Now, uh, Speaker for the Dead, I read it and Ender's Game pretty close together. However, I did read Speaker for the Dead first um, because I was familiar that Scott Card had written Ender's Game and uh, in reading some fantasy, or sci-fi, excuse me, not fantasy, the next one we're talking about is fantasy. In reading some sci-fi, I did not want to read Ender's Game and, and just kind of go with a crowd there. I know it's very popular, but I kind of wanted to step away and I figured he was a good author, so I'd pick up something else he did. Well, little did I know at the time that Speaker for the Dead was the sequel. Um, but to jump into kind of the gist here, it's it's a really good book. It's really well-paced. It's fantastically written. It's very easy to digest. You can tell Scott Card has um, a very, very easy way of telling a story. He doesn't overdo it. He's not self-indulgent. He's just telling the story in the most uh, layman's terms to describe things. Although the scenes and the kind of the thought process he has is a little complex, it is sci-fi, so that comes with the territory. I think it's definitely an easy read. I think it's something easy to keep up with and Speaker for the Dead um, specifically does a great job of kind of balancing religion and, um, and genocide um, and, and things like that that are kind of opened up in Ender's Game as being topics to touch on in this universe, in this book series. Uh, but Speaker for the Dead does a good job of unpacking them. I did go on to read Ender's Game. Uh, I'm not going to give a full spread of my thoughts here on Ender's Game. However, I did prefer Speaker for the Dead to Ender's Game. Um, I don't know if it's because I read it first and I, that's where I just got into his kind of mindset and way of doing things or if I just genuinely liked it better. If I were leaning, I would say I just genuinely liked it better. I felt like it presented more interesting topics. Um, and I felt like it did a better job of showing a little nuance to the character of Ender. Um, and Ender does appear in both of the books. But I think it does a better job kind of, of of showing him as a person rather than just as a child. Ender's great as a child in Ender's Game. And if you've read Ender's Game, which many, many people have, uh, you might enjoy it. might enjoy him. But I feel like 
speaker for the dead just does a very good job um, part of that might be because i'm a little bit older at this point but i know a lot of people uh in their you know old 20s 30s and, and adults who enjoy ender's game ender as a child i just feel like speaker for the dead definitely nailed um, kind of the struggle of growing older and, and dealing with life as an adult and becoming more responsible for things so all of that said um moving from speaker for the dead to the other book fate of the fallen is the other book that one is fantasy um, i've got the books in front of me as, as well as some notes usually um, kind of my thoughts on the things now speaker for the dead does a great job of unpacking religion and maturity and, and things genocide and things like um, humanity and the question of what it is to be human a little bit um, fate of the fallen is a fantasy novel um, by the author Cade, <clears throat> it's her last name, K-A-D-E. Uh, it's the first in a series. <clears throat> now, I have a few problems with this, um, and I'm going to be pretty blunt about them. The book introduces that it's the first in a series. It does that in, the, I believe, at the beginning and the end of the book, in the forward and in the end. There's a, this spot. I don't remember if it's in the back page, the back cover of the inside of the book or in the back of the book itself. There's a spot that just simply says, this is the first of a series. Um past that which that's fine but that's it's a really odd way to set up a story to say it's going to be a series right imagine telling someone a story in just a conversation and telling them that was the first of a series of conversations just have the conversation with them and if more needs to be added on later add on more later i think i there's a problem with a book if it's not self-contained a little bit if you feel like you get to the end of the book and the story didn't end but only because it needs to be drug into more. It's not because it's a, a large story or an interesting story or there's nuance to the story. There's just more story that the author wanted to get to. So that's what this book feels like. Uh, Fate of the Fallen by Cade. Um, I think her, for the, her name actually was Kel Cade. Uh, I don't recall off the top of my head. I just have the last name noted here. It's Fate of the Fallen uh, is 351 pages. Um, it was uh, it is riddled with tropes, um, with very very mundane dialogue. The dialogue is cringeworthy at times, um, numerous times, numerous, numerous times. Uh, dialogue is something in books that matters to me almost above all else. It, it's extremely high on my list of personal pet peeves when there are, you know, there's more than enough ways that people have conversations in real life. There are a ton of average, normal ways of speaking. But when you start to tread into ground, I wish I had taken direct quotes from the book, um, though I don't know if I, I feel like quoting things here i guess we would be citing the source to be fine um there's just a real issue i have with taking just normal conversation and shoehorning it or excuse me with taking normal conversation and throwing it out the window and then shoehorning in extremely mundane extremely trope like conversations and movements of characters it doesn't uh, ever feel like it's authentic i couldn't care any less about most of the characters in the book um and the plight the whole struggle that the whole world is going through is extremely um, confusing, frankly. There's not a lot going on that is worth reading. Um, the book from the get-go just doesn't give you a lot of character background or interest in them. It just kind of alludes to more interesting things that have happened in the past that, they, again, is just feel like tropes. So I know Speaker for the Dead, I might have... Um, it, Speaker for the Dead's 415 pages, and I might have spent a little less time talking about how good that book is. That book is very, very solid, very sharp, very, very well written, uh, especially just the conversations in the book and the dialogue in Speaker for the Dead. Reading Fate of the Fallen immediately after, 
was just such a strong punch to the gut. And the, the reason why I picked that one up is because Speaker for the Dead is a little bit older. It's sci-fi. I wanted something in fantasy and a little bit newer. And Fate of the Fallen, I believe, came out in 2019 or 2018. Um, and their sequel is set to come out in 2020. So it's really odd to see this, to watch this book come out and it's tripping over itself in dialogue. The, the characters just don't, aren't interesting. Um, and I can't recommend enough against reading the book, frankly. Uh, there's nothing, there was nothing redeeming about it that I can recall off the top of my head. There, the, the twists at the end, the, you know, powers that the heroes come by are extremely, um, mundane. It feels, the book almost feels as though someone who watched a game of Dungeons and Dragons or something like that, a, a fantasy role-playing game, had to then write a book report on it and include maybe five things that they saw in the game. And it's got you know, undead head speaking and characters with a special sword. And like, it just feels very, very formulaic in the way it approaches fantasy. There's very little special about it. There's nothing um, enticing or mysterious or fantastic about it. Uh, there's a dragon just arbitrarily. The character loses one of their arms arbitrarily. There's nothing in it. And that same character goes on to then be able to control the dead. So it's, it's just very confusing why this much fantasy gets shoved into this book that has no business being in the fantasy realm. Characters don't talk like they're in a medieval setting or fantasy setting at all. Uh, characters all speak like they're just out and about in 2019 having conversations. And it, does not, it doesn't fit the world. Nothing here fits whatsoever. So if uh, this might be my least favorite book. I should probably go about rating these on my own list. This might well be my least favorite book in 2020. And I know it's early to make that assumption or, or that guesstimation, but it is so, it was so, so hard to get through. Um, the, the big redeeming factor was it's only 351 pages. So the hope was there that it was over. Um, but like I say, at the end, they set up for a sequel. So there's no reason to do that. And if you read the book, it's all the more frustrating because then you're queued up for a sequel. You've subscribed to this show that you do not want to watch. So I definitely recommend Speaker for the Dead, and I definitely recommend, Fate of, recommend Against Fate of the Fallen. Uh, Speaker for the Dead, again, by Scott Card. And if you feel like reading Ender's Game first, or you already have read Ender's Game uh, and enjoyed it, but didn't pursue any more, Speaker for the Dead is the sequel, and it works well as a standalone book, um, as evidenced by me reading it first. I can speak pretty directly to that, and it worked very well as a standalone. Fate of the Fallen, very awkward as a standalone book does not have any business being a setup for a series. Uh, there's no interest for me in the series other than that I started something and I feel obliged to uh, finish it. And yeah, that's that's pretty much all I can say about that. Um, thank you so much for showing, uh, coming to the show today, to the gentleman in on the podcast. I know these are a little bit shorter and that's kind of how I like them. Um, definitely not going on on this end in my personal life. So I hope you are enjoying uh, me showing back up. If you have any books or games that you'd like me to check out, please let me know. As always, on Twitter at M-A-T-T-A-G-H-E-T-T-I, Mattagetti on Twitter. My uh, messages are open if you have any books or games to check out. I do have a game that was recommended to me. Uh, it's kind of a newer game, and I did say I would speak about it after I had some time to play it, so I'll be talking about that next time around on the podcast here. Um, and then, as always, on Facebook, the Matterday podcast has a Facebook page uh, at Matterday on Facebook. So that is all for me. Thank you so much for checking it out. And if you like this podcast, go ahead and like this podcast and feel free to let me know that you do. Uh, the podcast is supported by nobody. And uh, like I said at the start of the show, existentialism is the name of the game for this ep week's episode of the podcast. So thank you so much for joining me and have a good week.